Another episode of the Climbing Henge Podcast, written in stone. That has a very ancient old meaning to it, the words written in stone. It goes back to the time of Moses when he climbed Mount Sinai. And he came down from the mountain with tablets, and in stone were God's commandments. And the words written in stone has a powerful connotation. The words are immutable. They're for all time. They are not easily washed away. They are with us. Now you too have the power of words. And if you want to take it, and if you use the power of your written words, you can use those to take over and give yourself greater perceived control over your life. And what we're going to talk about on this podcast is just how you take your written words, your reflective daily words through daily journaling to to gain a greater sense of control over your life and to help you achieve your goals. First of all, what we're going to talk about is how a loss of control comes about through events that you experience in your life and what it does from both a mental and physical health standpoint. We're going to then talk about how you can gain control, perceived control back over your life when you have these horrible change events happen and how you use the power of your written words to do it through reflective journaling. And then third, we're going to go through an example of how you can set up a simple, easy-to-use daily model and method of reflective journaling to gain greater control over your thoughts, your life, and achieve your goals. All right, so what happens when we have a loss of control? Um, And these are typically done through events where it makes us feel like we don't have any control. Things such as a divorce, our spouse comes to us and says, I want to divorce you, and it's, it's devastating, of course. You could have a job loss you didn't know about, you got let go, it was a layoff, something happened, it's out of your control, you have a, a huge perceived loss of control, you have no control over the situation. Perhaps your spouse has asked for a separation or a breakup. All of these things are going to leave you angry, hurt, stressed, anxious. And actually there's, there's research on um, what happens to the body when somebody goes through this perceived loss of control. Of course we're going to get stressed and anxious. A few specific things happen that are not good for you. Number one, catecholamines are going to be increased in your body and they have the effect of increasing your heart and your blood flows. And that's okay for a short period of time, but if it keeps happening, of course, it can be debilitating. They can also divert blood flow from your inner organs, such as your intestines and your digestive tracts, to your external uh, skeletal muscles. You can have what's called neurohormal activation. And what this does is activates the heart and kidney. But overactivation stresses these things, and you can, have, you can have harder kidney failure if you have too much stress. That's what can happen. Third, of course, it can suppress your immune system, so you become more likely to get sick. 
Loss of control in, in huge change events like this, when we feel a loss of control, can be very unhealthy and debilitating to us. So we, we don't obviously want to stay in that state. So what do we do? Well, one of the things that helps us to mitigate this sense of loss of control is the idea of what's called perceived control. And perceived control is the belief that one has control over our, in, our inside states of how we make decisions, the behaviors that we have, the places, and the people in our lives. And if we can increase our perceived sense of control, we can mitigate this, this feeling that we have no control due to these events that have taken place in our life. All right, so let's talk about how the power of our words help us to gain um, perceived control. So one thing we can do is use reflective journaling. And reflective journaling basically means we reflect on our, our daily activities our daily moods, our, our behaviors, what's going on. And research from C.S. Hale in 93 tells us a few things that um, journaling can give us greater perceived control. It can increase our sense of self-efficacy, which is our sense and belief that we can get things done, we can achieve our goals. And also it helps us to achieve our goals because we're, we're actively thinking about what we're doing and where we want to go. And uh, so C.S. Hale says you can use journaling to document time experiences, what's going on in your day, and just doing that alone gives you a greater sense of control. It enables reflexive building of temporal orientations, so those are the, the time orientations that we experience as we go through these, these change events like divorce and job loss and separation and breakup. Nicholas, um, in 2006, they did some research on journaling and they found it is a method to improve your mood, your daily functioning. They've also found that it helps people that have depressed or anxious states. It can improve your self-awareness, activate your reflection, and help you to change your thoughts if you're doing this in the right way. So journaling and reflective journaling can be very powerful, thus the idea of written in stone. So another uh, research done by Fritzen found that students that journaled as they were going through um, an immersion in another language had greater self-efficacy, so a greater belief that they could accomplish the goals. Students also had a written record of how they were achieving their goals, so they have a measurement. I am doing X, it's making a difference in my output, right? So I'm tracking these things, I'm tracking what works. I can make adjustments as I'm going forward down the path to achieve my goals, right? So it's very handy to do this, all right? So what we want to do now is talk about how can you set up a simple daily reflective journal um, to, to capture some of these basic things. And I always like to say on stuff like this, don't, don't uh, boil the ocean. Start simple and start doing it. That's better than some elaborate spreadsheet that never gets done, right? All right, so what do we, what do we want to include on this uh, journal? Well, a couple of things. Number one, I want to have a, a section for reflection. So reflection means my mood, my experiences, my behavior. What am I feeling? What's going on? Why? What's happening? I want to have some measures. 
And so one of the measures I might have is my daily mood, especially if I'm going through this big change event, such as a job loss, a divorce, or separation. I wanna, I wanna get my mood, my disposition, how I'm feeling elevated, because I'm not gonna be good to anybody. I'm certainly not gonna be a captain of the ship if my mood and my elevation is two out of 10. That's not sufficient for being a leader or for being a captain of the ship. So I gotta get it back up there. So I might track, I might track my mood, I might score it one to 10. And let's just say it was six today. What are the things I've done to elevate my mood? That could be exercise, deep breathing, dry sauna, fasting, getting out in the sun, doing some social stuff with friends. All of those things I can use to elevate my mood. Um, another thing I might want to track are my actions and adjustments. Those things like, um, what am I doing to change course and, and alter my mood? What am I doing to change course and alter my behaviors? Right. I also want to make sure I'm using positive language, so positive self-talk, reframing, using the tools we have from the Rejection Podcast, whereby we reframe, resist, and elevate. Right. So positive growth mindset language, reframing type language. Another thing I want to track is my victories. And victories can be things like I've absorbed the punishment from my spouse today. I didn't react when my spouse didn't text me back. My, my partner was more softer and caring towards me today and that's the first time they've been like that in six months. Tracking these things and keeping a record of them will allow us to see the progress that we make, right? And that's a key element of how and why we wanna do this as well because I can track my progress I can track my victories. I can track changes in my spouse's behavior and actions that allow me to see differences based upon my actions and behaviors. Another thing I might track is my partner's disposition and mood. How are, how are they behaving overall? Is, is my partner getting more open, more, more comfortable with me? Is she cold and distant? How is it moving across time? So these are all things I can track. Now you can come up with your own um, methods and models, of course, and you can take some of these basic things. I think this is a good baseline and you can always add things or interchange a thing here and there. So again, what do I have? I have a reflection where I'm reflecting on my mood, my experiences, my behaviors. I can do one or all three of those. I can measure my daily mood, one through 10. I can measure my partner's disposition towards me, one through 10. I can measure and journal my actions taken to elevate, to make changes in my behavior. How did I reframe? And then I wanna make sure I track any Vs, any victories. I absorbed punishment. I didn't react. My partner was acting in a caring manner and they haven't done that in a long time. I wanna track that. So finally, what we can do is track progress as well. So I can track over time improvements in my mood. Wow, I, I look back. Four weeks ago, I was at uh, threes and fours in my mood. Now I'm at six and seven. Well, that feels great, right? I can track variability in my mood. Am I all over? Am I going from four to eight to nine? Or am I, am I slowly moving up and keeping consistent mood? Because that's what I want to do. I have to be consistent 
in my mood and my actions and behavior for other people to trust me, right? I can track how many victories. I've been doing this for five weeks. How many victories do I got? I got 10. 10 victories where I resisted, where I absorbed and took punishment. That feels great. That's, that's, I love that. I can track my partner's behavioral changes and I can track my overall positivity. So I'm tracking my progress. I'm moving in the right direction. I, I'm getting a greater sense of perceived control over my life. And I'm feeling really good compared to where I felt five weeks ago. And we can do all that with the power of your written words written in stone and we can do that through reflective journaling so here we are and we've talked about how loss of control happens through life events that can be devastating and how it is a very negative on our body and our health we talked about how words uh, the power of our words can help us to regain our sense of control and to give us an increase in self-efficacy and help us to achieve our goals and then we talked about different methods and different categories that you can use in a simple way um, to do daily journaling. You can use your phone to write it down, a piece of paper, um, whatever works best. I like to use my, my, my phone just because it's handy and it's on I me mean, and I have the written record. Although it's nice to have stuff on paper as well. All right, so take command. Use the power of your words. Everybody has powerful words within themselves that can help them take control and change their lives. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Climbing Henge Podcast.